Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology and pharmacy business podcast series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is sponsored by Shopfront Solutions, leading the way in digital marketing and communications providing a cloud-based platform for pharmacies to manage all of their digital messaging and print-based collateral. For more information on the Shopfront Solutions digital platform, simply go to the website at shopfrontsolutions.com.au. Welcome to Pharmacy View Technology and Business Podcast Series, where I'm talking today with pharmacist Jessica Lai, and Head of Commercial, Eric Moschietto from Pharmex. Welcome, Jessica and Eric. Hi, Scott. Having us. My pleasure. Now, for anyone that might not know uh, who you are, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, all right, I'll start. So uh, my name is Jess. I'm, first and foremost, I am a pharmacist. So I started my career a few years ago working full-time as a community pharmacist. Um, after a couple of years, I found a role in digital health. Um, and I really enjoyed working in this particular space. So I spent a few years working um, in the digital health field. Um, and at the moment, I'm working as the customer and marketing lead for Pharmex. Um, and um, yeah, I still work as a community pharmacist on the weekend. Um, so I still enjoy doing that. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Um, what about Excellent. you, Eric? Eric? I am Eric Moschietto. I am um, originally from France, but I have a... Uh, uh, been in Australia for the best part of the last 22 years and most of my working career actually has been in Australia except one year spent in Paris. So um, I'm, I'm an Australian at heart from a work point of view and probably an Australian altogether. Um, I have uh, worked within the pharmacy um, industry in many different organizations coming from a supplier branded good with multinationals, national market leaders, and uh, recently with um, CSO Wholesaler. And um, I'm very pleased to have joined Pharmex uh, and um, the correlation of all my experiences in the past has been that I've made quite a number of technology improvements. So moving to Pharmex was very exciting for me because I was stepping up right into the technology space where we can make a difference uh, for quite a number of parties. So. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And Eric, I, I noticed on your history, there's two things that um, stood out for me. One is that you've had quite a few years in the uh, beauty industry, which is obviously uh, reflective in your skin tone today. I, I think that's done a, a great job. From anyone that will see the video clips, you'll, you'll notice that. But I also <laughs> noticed that uh, you mentioned the year in France, and uh, was that the year that you had to do your uh, police service? Yes, I uh, was in the, um, <laughs> would you believe it, I was in the anti-riot brigades in um in France for my police, my military service, and uh, that was a, a, a community policing, and um, and um, I spent 12 months um, doing my compulsory, um, you know, military service in, in the police force, Excellent. which I chose to at the time. Uh, you could you could select to to go into some of those little um, corps, and I was lucky to be accepted in one of them. So, so not only are, you know, some people who say they're going to love your accent, but you're also potentially almost a French gendarme for some, a period of time. Is that the way it works? 
Uh, well, you won't tell a policier that he's a gendarme because uh, they are different corps. Okay. Uh, the gendarme belonged to the army uh, at the time and the police belonged to the, the national administration. Okay. Um, so there was a, but I think now they're part of the same uh, de um, na national department. If you like, at the time you couldn't say that. It's yeah. a very sensitive subject. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. We won't. We won't chill on it then. We'll, no, we'll no. On. I'm also a rugby um, aficionado, so I'm probably oh, more okay. rugby than the policier. <laughs> okay. Now, well, then you'll get some uh, you'll get some followers and listeners from that perspective as well. I'm sure. So, <laughs> um, look in terms of Farmex, and again, obviously, uh, this came back onto my table a, a couple of weeks ago, which is why we connected with each other, and I'm as pleased we did because um, I certainly remember Farmex. Um, from probably 15 years ago, which would be around about when it was probably uh, launched or in inception. And uh, I came and you know, was working with some pharmacists in uh, southeast Melbourne um, who you know, were talking to me about it. And the best, at that particular point in time, we're really happy that they were, it was on the market and they were using it. So what is the history of Pharmax as such? Yeah, Pharmax, uh, you're right, started about 15 years ago um, in 2005. Um, it, 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 um, it solved the problem that um, is a common problem in fragmented trade, which is the, the nature of a pharmacy industry in Australia, uh, where you had about 5,000 pharmacies with a, a myriad of point-of-sale solutions, and you had um, you know, CSO wholesalers and direct-to-store suppliers with VRP uh, solutions, and uh, there was no connectivity uh, like um, a, a partner that was helping all those parties connect with each other. And um, Pharmax was created on the premise of uh, solving this problem and, and has grown uh, from there to have now the, over 60 uh, different uh, commercial partners and growing and um, overseeing most of, uh, of the ordering and invoicing connectivity between suppliers and, uh, and pharmacies on a daily basis. Yeah, okay. And uh, again, certainly it's very likely that there's a whole lot of pharmacies out there. That was 15 years ago, but there'll be a whole lot of pharmacies out there today that are, are, are using this but may not realise they're using it. It's just part of the the, <laughs> um, the framework now. Uh, 100% when, uh, when uh, I first started, I, um, I uh, realised that actually you could ask 100 people uh, if a new pharmacy and you, you probably have 99% of yes, but you could... Uh, and if you ask the same people what Pharmax did, or if they used Pharmax, um, you, you probably have 99 uh, different answers. And so we, um, from that point of view, from a brand, we have, we have really high usage because Pharmax is being used every day by 99% of pharmacies for sure, yeah. with, their, with their CSO wholesalers orders to start with. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, it's uh, one of those um, brands that's hidden behind and, and, uh, and, and many um, pharmacies or many suppliers, as a matter of fact, don't really understand the proposition of a brand. So we, uh, we have a mission to start with to, 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 um, to articulate what we do and, and, uh, yeah. and how we can help um, enhancing the efficiencies in the market. Yeah, and, and I think that's a nice lead in, uh, Jessica, the, the marketing campaign that you've got going at the moment, Do What You Do Best. Um, 
certainly, I, I guess from my perspective, if I'm um, providing uh, support or counsel to a, a business owner, uh, it's one of the things that I immediately look at is that, you know, what are all the ancillary things that you're doing either as a business that maybe you shouldn't be doing or as an individual that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing or someone else could be doing for you? And and talk to us about that, you know, the current marketing campaign and the awareness campaign and, and, and how that actually ties in. And, and I guess from what a pharmacist or a, or a retail manager should be aware of as to how you can help them. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, we have a campaign running at the moment called the Do What You Do Best campaign. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to raise awareness around how Pharmax can benefit you in the pharmacy. So, um, Scott, you're probably well aware of this, but um, in every pharmacy, you know, you have one person who's dedicated to doing invoicing um, per week, um, and that can take an hour or more, depending on how many um, invoices that you have. So um, what Pharmax does is it helps to improve the process so that the pharmacies don't need to do the invoicing anymore. Um, and also it helps save time on um, the process for ordering as well. So um, we just want to let all the pharmac pharmacists and the pharmacy owners know that instead of having that person sit behind a computer every day, um, putting in invoices, they can be instead on the floor um, helping the pharmacists, um, you know, helping to sell more more um, items, um, helping to support the pharmacist so that um, they can do what they do best and help their uh, patients. So, yeah, um, yeah that's what we're trying to yeah, do with the campaign. The, the pharmacists are really passionate about the health of their patients and, uh, and um, the service that they deliver to the community. Yeah. And uh, we really saw Pharmax uh, as an enabler to uh, free their time and, and, uh, and the time of their staff to, to deliver on this. So we're really passionate about it and yeah. we were a great tool to do this here. Yeah, yeah so I might, um, just for anyone listening to that, I might, I guess, take us on a little bit of a journey and it goes back a few years now. And um, correct me if I'm wrong at the end of this, but so if I go back 15 to 20 years um, when I was involved in running businesses, and, and you're right, there was the only connectivity between um, a retail business and a supplier was probably a fax machine or a phone call, effectively. And, yep. you know, you might have had a, a, a very raw point of sale system that generated an order, but you would print out the order and you would fax that off to the supplier. The supplier would then, you know, manually um, punch that in. And, and so ultimately, as technology improved, what the connectivity did, uh, as I understood it or understand it, is that it allowed any point of sale system to be able to then connect directly with that supplier. So you could, in effect, generate an order for a category which might raise orders across five different suppliers, effect, in effect. Um, and now what we're saying with Pharmax is that that's taken it even one step further, where not only does it, uh, you know, I guess, transact the order with the supplier, but it also transacts the invoice back from the, or the, sorry, the, the order acceptance, the order recognition, um, notifies the out-of-stocks or the back orders um, back into your system, and, and then ultimately um, helps you process the invoice. That, is that the journey that we're talking about here? Is that still the case? Yeah, yeah, and that's what takes the best part of what Jess was saying per, per, per order and per supplier, an hour and a half um, for, for each order. So, yeah. um, so it's a big, it's a big journey. And if you count, you know, I don't know, hundred suppliers yeah. and, and countless orders every every month, every day, it's a, it's a lot of time spent doing this. Yeah, and it all happens in the background. Um, the pharmacists don't need to do anything. So, 
Yeah, that's great. So what kind of, in terms of time saving, um, you know, for, for a, an average community pharmacy, if there is uh, such a thing, I'll, I'll let you use your, your terms on that one, um, what kind of time saving would be available to, to a person? Again, it's not about cutting back hours. It's, as you mentioned, Jessica, it's about moving those hours from the back office to the, the, the customer patient floor, isn't it? What, what kind of time frame would, would, do you think they'd be saving? Um, well, uh, we estimate it could save up to 40 uh, hours per month okay. um, per store by using Pharmax. So that's a significant amount of time that a person can be out in front of the shop instead, greeting customers, um, you know, looking after patients. So, um, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah, large amount of time. Yeah, yeah full yeah. week of service yeah. every month and, extra. And I guess the next step from that would be is that, as we mentioned a little bit earlier on, was that there's pharmacies that are using this but actually may not be using it to its full capability. So, you know, you may not be in that position where um, you've got a 40 hours that you can you know, transition to the to the floor, but yeah. if you're not using the platform you know, efficiently, there could still be another 20 hours or 10 hours. That that's you would be finding as, you, as you're talking to people. Have you got some examples of that without without naming yeah. names? <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, but we, we have, we've got some clear stats and uh, those 40 hours are part of some uh, Pharmax research from a, from a couple of years ago. So, but um, um, from a usage point of view, um, an average pharmacy has uh, 5.6 um, supplier accounts on uh, that they're transacting on Pharmax, yeah. and a pharmacy may have 50, 70 suppliers as an average, including CSO wholesalers yes. and direct-to-store suppliers. Um, Pharmax has about 50 to 60 different commercial partners available to any given pharmacies and some of the biggest firms uh, and biggest players in in, in the Australian uh, market and, and uh, you know, we, on our books, we've got um, Blackmore's, Sanofi, Integria Healthcare, Pharmacare, Heat, L'Oreal, Coty, Pierre Fabre, McPherson's, you know, these are big firms, big players yeah. in, 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 the, in the Australian pharmacy market, you know. And um, actually, you know, just those that I've noted is way more than six, uh, but most pharmacies don't know that they can connect with those suppliers. And, and also sometimes suppliers don't, uh, haven't seen the value proposition that Pharmax develops. Um, but uh, you know, pharmacies to start with aren't aware of, of, um, of, a, of a breadth of uh, commercial partners available for Pharmax. So um, yeah, there's further efficiencies that can be gained, you know, that all those, um, especially in my, my time in beauty, you know, there's a lot of SKUs yeah, uh, and uh, I often say that it's uh, it's the eighty uh, percent of the SKUs that take twenty percent of the sales, but also ninety five percent of the time to process. But, yeah, and that's the problem we're really trying to solve moving forward is to by raising awareness through the campaign just just mentioned. Yeah, so can I say that back to you just to make sure I got that right? So your statistics uh, research is showing that on average a pharmacy might be using Pharmax to order five point six suppliers, but there could be up to seventy five suppliers that they could do this for. Yeah, well, another pharmacy may have an average of seventy suppliers. We've yeah. got fifty to sixty on our books, and you know, depending on the pharmacy, yeah, the pharmacy may ha need uh, may ha may have. Uh, usage of 25 suppliers that are already on our books, plus the one yeah. that we're talking to about bringing over on a journey yeah. with us. Yes. Um, so there's a, there's a, you know, there's, there's a large portfolio of, 
of uh, growth in efficiencies uh, to be, but we, we want to continue to provide moving forward. But already now, like, you know, that can, uh, any given pharmacy can go from an average of 5.6 to 10, 15, 20 15. suppliers just by reading who we've got available as part yeah. of our supplier, um, as, uh, our supplier connection, and then start to create accounts on Pharmax and then send, send those accounts to the supplier so that they can approve and acknowledge and uh, start transacting for Pharmax. And then from there, so, so Jessica, from a pharmacist's point of view, um, there could be pharmacists listening today that think that whoever's doing their ordering is probably doing it the most efficient way possible. But in actual fact, they might just be ordering or using the Pharmax system because it's already there. So this isn't something that you're trying to sell. Pharmacies are already using Pharmax. This is actually about yeah. using Pharmax to a greater capability. So there could be a pharmacist out there could, um, could have pharmacy staff currently ordering some of the product through Pharmax and some of it manually. And, and really what, I guess I've heard today is that if you can transition that other to the Pharmax platform as well, there's potentially up to 10 hours a week to come back into the, the customer care area. That's what, that's what I think I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, um, it's definitely being underutilized, um, yeah. and a lot more time can be saved in the pharmacy. Um, if they were to start transitioning over to Pharmax for all their suppliers, rather than just, as Eric said, just a small portion, which is, um, what our data shows. So definitely lots of lots of space for pharmacists to save time and yeah. start getting their stuff out there to the front of the counter. Yeah, and, and look, I, I guess what's coming to my mind now, what a great um, uh, a group of people to actually be able to uh, touch base with at APP, to, to come and have a chat with you about not not trying to sell us Pharmax, I've already got it potentially. Actually, this is my pharmacy. This is what I'm currently doing. How can I utilize it better? That's that's a great conversation to have at APP, isn't it? And I'm assuming you'll both be there. Yeah, we will. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll be, um, we, ha we have, um, we have a sponsorship uh, in place. I think the, the, the lunch area is, is brought to you by Pharmax okay. uh, this year. Yep. And um, we will be there to, uh, to, to talk to pharmacists about how they can maximize usage and yep. also talk to our supplier commercial partners and uh, future commercial partners about um, how they can also expand and uh, gain in efficiencies and or, or, or come with us and, and uh, create new channels for sales and ordering. From there, and, and I think that's again, that was a really good prompt as well because. Um, I've been, I guess, talking to a point about the pharmacy units, but really the, the other side of that is very much about the supplier contact as well. So um, I know from our followers' um, profiles that there's quite a few key industry suppliers that do follow this podcast. So mm -hmm. if any of them are not connected today through Pharmax, you'd be certainly happy to have a chat with them uh, before APP anyway, uh, maybe after Christmas. But Oh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah no, look, uh, except between... Um the Christmas, the main days in the Christmas break, uh, we yeah. uh, open for business and we actually are talking to suppliers on a daily basis about uh, joining uh, and, and, and coming on Pharmax. Yeah. Um, and um, and you know, so, some of those decisions take a while, um, but uh, usually there's a, there's a very um, high level of satisfaction by uh, the suppliers uh, of a service that Pharmax delivers from a from a support point of view, we have an Australian-based IT support team that uh, help them and, and nurse them through the, through the journey. Uh, they have an excellent um, uh, level of uh, commitment and uh, quality that uh, they deliver to, to all the commercial partners and, 
Jag hade supply av jag vet att 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 Volvo kommersiellt the IT integration that is done in these years, the 25 years as a business, Farmex uh, by far the best and the easiest to do um, to to um, to to work with in the market. So uh, was a um, that was a great um, uh, show of uh, support. Um, and this, this man will, will know who he is, but uh, I, we, I've asked him to win for we're going to put his quote on our website because it was yeah. terrific. Oh, for sure. So, mm. uh, again, I guess on that point, um, are you, the, the top five um, or, the, or the most common five suppliers that pharmacies would be connecting with today would obviously be your three major wholesalers? Yep. Is that right? That's correct. The CSO wholesalers actually are, are would you believe that our first client at Pharmex was um, Barrett's, which yep. is now a CSO wholesaler, uh, yep. a little wholesaler in Victoria. Yeah, uh, it was the first ever Pharmex client, um, and uh, but but the CSO wholesaler are major commercial partners of Pharmex, um, including CH2, yeah. um, and uh, and after that we have a, a great partnership with uh, Blackmores, uh, with Integria Healthcare, with Pharmacare, and all those firms. You know the ma major major players in in in, uh, in, in the market. But uh, that would the, the main, the main um, five or six uh, common clients or common suppliers would be the wholesalers. Yes. Two of them: Sanofi, uh, Blackmores, um, DHL, and um, and um, uh, after that it depends on Integria, yeah. you know, etc. But as you said, yeah, I opened a chat with any of the major suppliers around that oh, um, yeah. could, could help this from a pharmacy perspective. Yeah, oh, look, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, so on, on that basis too, and again, um, we go back to the, the start of this, was that yeah, the platform is 15 years old. Pharmacists love technology. Uh, it's certainly helping businesses um, through the journey. Um, without breaching any confidentiality in terms of development that you don't want to, um, what's, what's in the current um, development pipeline for Pharmex? Well, uh, Scott, I, um, we won't be breaching confidentiality because I won't tell you the answer you want to hear because we go way back and I like to catch up with you. So we want to yeah. come back to your podcast next year. Okay. I'm going to tell you what's happening now that uh, people need to know. And yes. then for the new stuff, we'll come back and see you yeah, in, for uh, sure. in uh, sometime, sometime next year because there's, uh, there are some really exciting stuff that we are doing. But at the moment, we are, we, are, we are busy rolling out our Gateway 3, which is our, the third evolution of our Gateway. Yes. And that in itself um, is, uh, is a great uh, step forward because it, it provides functionality uh, that make uh, account creation a lot more easy and seamless from, a, yes. from a, a creating an account between the point of sale vendor, the pharmacy and the supplier. So there's this tripartite agreement that has to be enabled and that is, is being created in a more seamless way. But also suppliers can have um, the, 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 the availability of their stock, whether their SKUs, um, being made available on the point of sale um, softwares of our, of our, of our com uh, post-vendor commercial partners. So we're in the midst of doing a project with, with one of our supplier partners where, you know, got, let's say we have a list of 100 SKUs. For each of those SKUs, uh, every day a pharmacy will know if the product is available uh, in stock or not. Yeah. And um, that is uh, also something we want to do, we'll roll out with the, with the CSO wholesalers as well. 
Okay. Yep. Um, so that's a terrific um, improvement and initiative that uh, is part of our gateway free. Yes. And then, and then from a supplier point of view, uh, there was a misconceived idea that um, you know Farmex is is um, is deterring from uh, it was trying to take away um, the role that a sales rep would do. But I've you know I've had field forces like and 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 and, and larger operations like you, Scott. And uh, nothing replaces human contact. So I don't think that's the, the role we want to play. It's just an Farmex offers another channel for getting orders. And if your supplier that has pharmacies on Farmex, you know, pharmacy will deliver an average of 10% more on a like-for-like -like basis versus a, ph a pharmacy that's not on Farmex. Yes. And the reason is um, that uh, it's the ease of ordering. Yeah, so, so if you need a, just a, a small top-up, yeah. Uh, you get an extra couple per year and it quickly creates an extra double digit percentage incremental sales um, because it's easier to order through Farmex. But the reps still have a role to play. Yeah. Um, what we're offering as a solution, which is an innovation and uh, was pretty well received so far, but not many people are aware of. If you have a field force with a, a CRM um, and you, you, you know, you, when you place your orders, we can integrate your CRM software through Farmex so that in effect, as you do, uh, you place an order on behalf of a store as a sales rep, this order actually is also populated in a point of sale system of your, your pharmacy client, which saves yeah. them a lot of time. Doesn't have, yeah. They don't have to keep this order. For you as a supplier, there's no difference from receiving this order, except you're receiving it through Pharmex for through the gateway. So it's directly integrated with ERP. And when you send it, the difference is when, as a supplier, you send the order, your, your invoice back to the, to the pharmacy, straight away, the, uh, the, 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 the pharmacy will have an order corresponding with it because they will have received a copy of the order through the gateway. Yep. And that's where the, the big saving that Jess was mentioning in the start of the podcast will come into play. It's very exciting. And uh, we're getting a bit of uptake on this, uh, on this initiative. And um, that's, um, that's enable a lot more efficiencies to be gained throughout the chain. Absolutely. Yeah, look, and that's great. That's a, a lot of information. So on that basis, a uh, um, very exciting upgrade coming shortly. And, uh, and it sounds like you've got some other things that we're going to talk about next year, which I look forward to as well. well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you're going to be busy. Yeah, we're, we're coming to the end of our time. But before we do, was there anything else on your list that you wanted to, uh, to chat about before we do finish up? Yes. No. Uh, no, I think that that's it for me. I think we've probably covered everything. Yeah. Uh, look, that's that's great. And I, and again, I really appreciate your time and uh, and thank you for joining me today. And uh, I uh, look forward to releasing this podcast sometime in the new year. And uh, look forward to uh, probably seeing you at APP and touching base again in twenty twenty two. Thanks for your time today. Scott, thank you very much for having us. It's a terrific initiative that you're doing, and uh, we are very honoured to, to be part of it. So thank All you right. so much. Thanks, Scott. Thanks very Thanks much. for having us. Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers, and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website, pharmacyview.com.au.